Hello, everybody. This is David Patrick with Chicago Title, Oklahoma, bringing you The Title Side, our new podcast introducing you the who's who of real estate. This is Ken McBride, and I am proud to co-host this podcast on behalf of Chicago Title, Oklahoma. We're going to be bringing you a an insight into the real estate business in our area, as well as other parts of the country. And we're going to be providing the title side on these issues. Uh, David and I have worked together for quite some time now, and this is our introductory episode. And so we thought we might share a little bit about ourselves. So if you could, David, uh, tell us how you got into the title business. I was fortunate enough, and I do think this is a benefit to me to this day. Um, in 2003, I was recruited into the title business uh, as, as a mortgage banker. And I say what I say because I, I to this day, think it's a, a benefit to have the vision of what we do from the customer's perspective. Uh, I was a mortgage banker for roughly eight years, between seven and eight years, uh, before I was recruited by a title company, a national brand, to, to come be a sales representative for them in 2003. If you had to say about uh, people who have had an influence on your professional career, who stands out as a mentor or someone who's really influenced your career? That's about as easy of an answer as you could, you could ask me, Ken. I have, I have never had anybody give me the uh, trust or respect um, opportunity that you have. Um, and I say that from the bottom of my heart. Uh, working with you, you realize it's almost eight years. April will be my eighth year, and it seems like yesterday. Um, and I will never forget what you told me uh, in our recruiting meetings. Uh, I was that quintessential uh, 20-foot deep rut comfort zone guy. Felt like I was on top of the world doing a great job, but in the back of my, my head I knew that I wanted to grow. And I was reminded by a, a wise man that said, growth never happens in your comfort zone. And uh, there's not a day that goes by that I don't remember that. Thank you, David. Uh, David, when you came to the title business, what aspect of the title business uh, that you did not know before, surprised you the most? The first thing that I thought of was I could not believe what all went on behind the scenes. Um, to see the different roles between the title operations, the research, the title attorneys, curing uh, issues that may be on properties, from the sales side that, that you know, the vision back in 2003 was all we did was play golf and eat lunch. And the, the, the harsh reality is you could do that if you didn't want to move any needle. Um, but then over to the escrow side and the, you know, the professionalism, the knowledge, the solution-oriented approach that the people in that position have to have and they just have to be so nimble on their feet to take care of the self-employed client that we serve all the way to the consumer that, that we're trying to uh, take care of. Um, what is the best compliment that you have received recently? I, I would say the best compliment that I receive is, 
is not about me specifically. It's more about the team that I am a part of. Uh, recently, one of our industry professionals that I, I hold in, in extremely high regard told me to my face that the team that I am a part of here at Chicago Title were, to quote, were the professional of professionals. And I think when you're in any industry or you do anything in life, I think, you know, it's just my nature. You, you want to do it the best that you can and give it your all. And, and when somebody that's at the, the top of the game gives you that specific uh, compliment, I think it's indicative of what we're all about. You know, I don't think anybody that works for us, including you and I, are, are individual thinkers. Uh, I think everyone on our team realizes that we're only as good as the people that surround us, and and I would say that would be the best compliment. I've got I've got a question for you. Okay. BMW or Mercedes? Ooh, tough question. Probably BMW. Good choice. My wife would agree with you. Second question is, if you were to ever live outside of the state of Oklahoma, but in the United States, what state would it be and why? Well, if I lived outside of Oklahoma, but in the United States, it would probably be, uh, it would probably be someplace in Texas. Um, partly because I've spent most of my life in the Southwestern culture, and uh, I and I enjoy being with people in this part of the country, and I think that's the place I would be most comfortable. I have to admit that answer totally surprises me. Um, knowing you for the time I have, I thought the answer would be either Napa Valley or New York City. <laughs> just, just, just a, just an observation. Those are wonderful places, David, <laughs> and wonderful places to visit. But I'm not sure I'd want to live there. I agree. I agree. I'm going to pull a card just blindly out of a deck to ask you a question. Looking ahead to your upcoming year, on what do you want to spend less time? Ooh, on what do I want to spend less time? Um, I think I'd like to spend less time on email. Uh, it seems like my time I spend on email is some of the least productive time that I have, and email doesn't really advance personal relationships, or solve very many problems, really. So uh, if I had to say, I would say I'd want to spend less time next year on email. Wow, interesting. I like it. And, you know, when we talk about our 2020 initiative of proactive communication, what a perfect answer. I thought that was great. David, have you read a, a book or listened to a podcast recently that has uh, been influential to you regarding either personal growth or professional growth? You know, I podcast all the time. Um, I love Malcolm Gladwell. I love history. Um, I'm not sure that that pushes my personal or professional growth, but it, it definitely helps me dive into uh, some interesting stories of the future. But to answer your question... Stevie D does some podcasting, our national sales manager, that's, uh, that's good stuff. Um, that's a good one. I would have to really die. I listen to so many, it's hard for me to pinpoint one that, you know, I come into work every day and 
tend, tend to tell you about the, the latest podcast that I'm listening to. You know, I would dare not say it was Joe, Joe Rogan's podcast about aliens, but uh, that would be scary. <laughs> that would be scary. In that same vein, is there a book uh, that you have either listened to or read recently that you think has been constructive for personal or professional growth? Yeah, I mean, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's a, it's one you can always refer back to and get tidbits. No, you can just open that book, and it seems like every page has something that you can walk away going, I can get better at this. That is so true. I, I couldn't agree more. All right, here's one for you. If you are not doing what you have done, and you do so well, but if you were not in title... And I even want to go as far as say you could not be an attorney because I, I also know that you're an attorney. What do you think you would do? You know, I, I think that uh, I would be a teacher. Uh, both of my folks were teachers, and uh, I would either be a teacher or a professor. And um, and like you, I enjoy history. Uh, I could see myself being a, a history teacher. Uh, at some level. I could see you doing that and doing it well. And something tells me your students would never feel comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that as a compliment. That is a compliment. (laughs) What is your, what is your biggest pain point in, in your business and in our business in growing Chicago title? I know you and I have a, a common vision of always trying to figure out ways to balance our culture within and pushing the needle. And, and it is a fine balance of, of making sure your culture is healthy, you're taking care of your people, but at the same time having a vision and a goal of making sure that we do better next year. What would you say your biggest pain point would be? Well, you're right, David, that we, we balance our desire to attract and keep the very best people with, uh, with our efforts to create a culture so that we have a good place for people to work, a place where people lift each other up rather than putting each other down, a place where people enjoy coming to work. Uh, the pain point is that, is that there are times when uh, we work very hard, to attract a particular person, a talented person, to come and and work with us. And for whatever reason, we're not always successful. Uh, The pain point is when we have somebody on our staff who is capable, talented, and, and a genuine contributor to our positive culture, and they decide to go elsewhere. They decide for whatever reason that, uh, that they would like to move on in their career. And we understand that these things are going to happen from time to time, but they certainly do uh, create a certain amount of consternation and concern. We, we know we're not going to get every individual that we uh, recruit, and we know that we're not going to be able to keep every person uh, who's on our staff indefinitely. But uh, but it's certainly something that we work toward. Yes, we do, and I think we do it pretty dang good. Well, we've, I know it's, we've it's enjoyed, fun for me. We've enjoyed right. we've enjoyed some success. You're right. When we when we don't get some that we really want, it uh, 
can make you swallow, but it also makes you drive a little bit harder the next day and the next time, you know, to figure out what didn't go right, make it right the next time. Well, you always know that there are talented people out there. In shifting gears, Ken, um, I'm super excited to do this podcast. It's going to be really fun. I I know that you and I have spent some time putting a list of guests together that the people that actually listen to this will learn from. They'll, They'll walk away with a little bit of piece of information. And my vision is to really unveil the person behind the branding of of some of the most uh, successful people in real estate. What's your vision of our podcast and and kind of share with our listeners, when could they expect to hear us and on on what kind of time frame? David, we're set up now for a new podcast uh, monthly, and we'll be uh, having guests on each of our podcasts that will represent successful people in our industry who can give us insight and information about themselves and about uh, our business. Uh, And like you say, we want to kind of peel some things back. But again, we are approaching the real estate transaction from the perspective of the title business. And the title business has always been a little bit below the radar in that many people don't have a very good understanding of what we do or an understanding of uh, our role in the real estate transaction. And over time, we would like to, uh, to begin to shed some light on that. Yeah, having a disinterested third party that uh, takes care of that end, end product of a real estate transaction is so important. Um, Thank you for that. We look forward to working in future episodes, and we always want to make sure everybody knows it really does make a difference where you close.